We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. Joy Hoffmeister is evil. She's lying, she's conniving, she's duplicitous, she's a hypocrite, and no one in their right mind should support her as being in charge of education for the state of Oklahoma, let alone governor of our state. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's show. Thanks for listening into The Rebellion. Today's topic is Joy Hoffmeister. Joy Hoffmeister, who is running for governor of Oklahoma. Now, she has said for the last uh, several years that she's a Republican, but anybody that follows her and knows what she's done in the educational system for Oklahoma, no one believes that she was ever a Republican. She's never been conservative. She's never done the right thing for education here in Oklahoma. In fact, at every turn, her decisions have been poor. They've been bad. And I would argue, and this is not hyperbole, I'm not exaggerating here, I would argue evil. This woman has embraced the rainbow agenda to its full extent. And she has embraced the alphabet soup of subjective identity claims, LGBTQIA, SJW, BLM, CRT, any acronym that you want to add to that long list of letters, Joy Hoffmeister has, beho- has been behind it at every turn. I've told you before that I went to the Oklahoma Education website that Joy Hoffmeister is in charge of, and that a couple clicks in, I found a tab that instructs your sons and daughters how to engage in, quote-unquote, their first time. And then I wanted to know who wrote this garbage, and I clicked on the author of that particular tab, that particular curriculum in the Oklahoma Education website, And the author of that material was a radical LGBTQIA activist. Now, the interesting thing is, if you go out and try to find that tab now, you can't. When they start hiding things from you, when somebody like me goes and clicks a couple times and finds this garbage and points it out on radio and in writing, and then all of a sudden the stuff disappears and you can't find it, and then they start denying that it was there in the first place, that's not the kind of leader you want for education or for our state. Joy Hoffmeister is a terrible choice for her current position in education as well as governor of the state of Oklahoma. And the story I'm going to cover today is with regard to Title IX and Joy Hoffmeister's flip-flopping. Now that's a kind way to say Joy Hoffmeister's lying. On one day, she says that she doesn't think law requires our public schools to allow boys to use girls' bathrooms. But today, she's saying that it does, that the Oklahoma public schools are required to tell girls that they have no right 
to their own restrooms and that biological men, boys, can enter those restrooms at will and that the girls have nothing to say about it and that parents who are complaining about this garbage are somehow hateful bigots. Why in the world would anybody ever consider Joy Hoffmeister to babysit your dog, let alone be the governor of our reddest of red states? But that's the state of affairs that we're in right now. Just because somebody puts a Republican title to their political ambitions, they rise to the level that Joy Hoffmeister has. And then when she really wants to grab the ring of power, she shows her true colors for a split second, says, well, I'm really not a Republican, I'm a Democrat, and I'm going to run against Governor Kevin Stitt or anybody else that's nominated through the primary process for the Republican Party. This is garbage, this is nonsense, and we need to stand against this woman. She is evil. And anybody agreeing with her or supporting her, you're evil by association too. I'm angry about all of this. I'm angry because our educational system has been corrupted by the likes of this person. I'm angry of, with any of you, anybody who has been asleep at the switch and silent and not saying what needs to be said, not calling a spade a spade, not saying, no, this is wrong. What she's promoting through CRT is wrong. What she's promoting through SEL is wrong. What she's promoting on our official Oklahoma education website is wrong. Her leadership is bad for Oklahoma, bad for our children, bad for our families. It's just bad. Anybody who is a teacher or administrator who is not speaking out accordingly in the face of this nonsense, I would argue is guilty by omission, if not commission. Again, Bonhoeffer, not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold us guiltless. I've been accused many a time of being too hard on education. Well, you're, you're picking on the good teachers. No, I'm not picking on the good teachers. In fact, if you are a good teacher, good for you. But show it. Speak up. I received a, a, a Facebook message, a private message yesterday from a teacher who said, thank you for speaking up like you have with regard to Bartlesville Public Schools. I know that what you're saying is true. I know that what you're saying is right. I'm having to deal with it on a daily basis. The leadership in Bartlesville Public Schools is becoming more and more progressive, and they're imposing their progressive agenda on the rest of us. I know that what you're saying, Piper, is true. Thank you for speaking up. I don't know how much longer I can endure this, this person said. Thank you for speaking up. That's the kind of leadership we need right now. Not somebody who says, well, why do you keep picking on Bartlesville Public Schools? They say the stuff that you're accusing them of isn't true, and, and it, 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 it makes me feel bad because I work there. Well, you know what? If you take that position, I have to wonder why. Uh, the person who's emailing me or Facebooking me, I should say, and saying thank you for speaking up is the person that really is showing their true heart and true convictions. She's not offended. This person that's emailing me saying, hey, thank you. What you're saying is true and right and real. I'm experiencing it on a daily basis. She's not offended by what I say because she knows I'm not talking about her. And she wants somebody to be her champion. She wants somebody to speak up and help her. But if you feel the opposite way, I just have to scratch my head and say, why? Why are you offended? 
Why are you, why are you offended? I'm defending you. I'm not offending you. I'm defending you. Why? Why do you react negatively? Because I'm calling to task those that are leading our educational system the wrong way. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. When I get back, I'm going to talk about Joy Hoffmeister and her duplicity, her hypocrisy, the fact that she's lying, again, about Title IX. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So the issue today is Joy Hoffmeister. I obviously don't have any respect for this woman. I've met her. I actually had her on my campus once when I was president of the local university. And I'm going to tell you right now that my first impression of her when she was first elected to her position as State Superintendent of Public Instruction, that's her official title, State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Joy Hoffmeister. Now, she ran as a Republican. She won as a Republican. She ran promising to stand against Common Core. She ran during the Common Core mess. Now, she came to my campus when I had a forum on Common Core, and she was all smiles and political as she worked the crowd and as she engaged with me. And I'm going to tell you right now that my first impression of her was this. She's a snake. This person is not sincere. This person is not to be trusted. Oh, she smiles and she's gracious as she engages you and shakes your hands and thanks you so so profusely for having her on your campus. But there was nothing behind that mask other than I'm, evil intent. Am I, am I being too hard on her? No. Here's the thing you need to know about me. I, you know, if you read uh, in the New Testament about the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts that God gives certain people, we need to take that seriously. Some of us have the gift of hospitality. Some of us have the gift of prophecy. Some of us have other gifts of teaching, for example. These are gifts that are cited in in the scriptures, in the Bible, in the New Testament by the Apostle Paul as gifts of the Spirit. Well, there's another gift. It's called discernment. Some of us have the gift of discernment. When I meet people, my first impression of them is almost always right. I'm not claiming that I'm without flaw or that I'm perfect and that my judgment is always, always spot on. But when your first reaction is almost always right, 99.9% correct, then maybe you've got the gift of discernment. And I can tell you right now that as I discerned Joy Hoffmeister, when I met her for the first time on my campus, my discernment screamed, don't trust this woman. Don't trust her. And here we are several years later, and we're having to deal with her dishonesty. Now, she's led our state schools for multiple years right now. How many, has she, has she run for more term? I think she's been in for much longer than four years, right? I should have checked that before the show, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's been in, in her office as state superintendent of public instruction for multiple years, multiple years. And our state education system is a complete disaster as a result of her leadership. And now she's decided that she's going to run for governor because power is what drives her, not principle. She just wants to have more and more power. And Lord help us, if the people of Oklahoma are stupid enough to elect this type of person, this woman, to be our governor, because we will be in the same situation as California or New York or Michigan overnight if we 
give anybody of her stripes authority over our state, authority in our executive branch of government here in the state of Oklahoma. Lord help us. I will be the hardest working person out there against her. I don't care who the other candidate is on the Republican ticket, whether it's Governor Stitt or Mark Sherwood or any other person that's running. I will vote for them and support them and encourage all of you to do likewise against Joy Hoffmeister. Now, let's get into what she's done recently. It's with regard to school transgender bathroom policies. She's come out now, she's come out now that she's running for governor and she's showing really probably what her true beliefs were all along. Remember that she has switched from the Republican Party to the Democrat Party so that she can run against a Republican in the gubernatorial race. All right, let's uh, deal with this uh, particular issue of transgender bathroom policies. All right, this, this is an article that was written by OCPA, Oklahoma Council for Public Affairs, an organization that I respect and one that you should be following. It's kind of the Oklahoma version of the Heritage Foundation. Very thoughtful, very intelligent people. They, they try to encourage our elected leaders to consider conservative, traditional policies that actually work rather than jumping on the political, the politically progressive bandwagon like so many people do. Unfortunately, even those that are elected as Republicans, even those that are true Republicans that just lose their way as opposed to those that were lying, like Joy Hoffmeister when she said she was a Republican. She never really was. She knew it. Everybody knew it. She was a Democrat and a progressive Democrat at that. In fact, the more good Democrats I meet while I'm out campaigning for my county commissioner job, I need to actually change the way I say what I just said. There are good conservative blue dog Democrats that still exist in Oklahoma. Why they haven't changed parties, I don't know, but they're good people, good people with conservative values. I think the reason that they were Democrat is because either it was just a family tradition to be a Democrat or or maybe they believe in more government engagement in solving uh, problems of poverty and crime and whatnot in local communities. And therefore, they were Democrat because they thought government could solve the problem. But I, they're waking up. I've met them door to door. I'm talking to people who say, I've been a Democrat for multiple years, but I will not vote for the Democrat Party this time around. We've got to change this. What a mess. I have good Democrats who are switching parties to support me in the county commissioner race. Anyway, that aside, let's go back to Joy Hoffmeister and the school transgender bathroom policies, okay? Here's what this article from the OCPA, the Oklahoma Council for Public Affairs, says. A spokesperson for State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Joy Hoffmeister, says Oklahoma public schools must allow students to use the bathroom of their choice based on the student's self-professed gender identity. And these schools cannot restrict bathroom access based on biological gender. So a spokesperson for Joy Hoffmeister, and don't let her get away with saying, well, I didn't say it, my spokesperson did. I didn't empower her to say that. I didn't approve of that. I disagree. This is what she does. She allows somebody else in her office to go out and float these ideas, her ideas. Of course she approved that. Of course she approved what was said. It says, a spokesperson for State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Joy Hoffmeister, says, this stuff wasn't put out from her office to the media. 
to radio stations, to newspapers. It wasn't put out online. They didn't say this without Joy Hoffmeister's approval. Of course she told them to go ahead. Go ahead and say this, and I'll read what it says again. Oklahoma public schools must allow students to use the bathroom of their choice based on the student's self-professed gender identity. And these schools cannot restrict bathroom use access based on biological gender. Here's the person who actually communicated this garbage. Carrie Burkhart, Executive Director of Communication for the Oklahoma State Department of Education, said that the agency recently affirmed to Stillwater Public Schools that, quote, legal precedent has addressed the need to have equal access, including facilities. In other words, they're saying that somehow the law has changed for Oklahoma and that Oklahoma is required to allow boys to use girls' bathrooms. That's what she's saying. Now, Burkhart goes on. Again, she's the spokesperson. She's the executive director for communications for Oklahoma State Department of Education. She is Joy Hoffmeister's spokesperson. Carrie Burkhart then goes on and says that um, a decision handed down in 2020 by the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals held that a school district could not prohibit transgender persons from using bathrooms that align with their gender identity and noted that the U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear an appeal on that case. Goes on and says this, the statement was issued following conflicting reports in the Stillwater School District regarding Hoffmeister and the Oklahoma State Department of Education's interpretation of laws governing student access to sex-segregated facilities, including bathrooms. Hoffmeister is currently a candidate for governor running as a Democrat after having switched parties. I'm obviously, I'm still reading the article from OCPA. The Stillwater District has faced pushback from parents, rightfully so. I'm glad we still have a few parents out there that have a spine and have the courage and have the guts to step forward and say, this is nonsense. Apparently, you've got a boy, a male, who identifies as a female, and he began using the middle school's uh, girls' bathroom, and it caused distress for some of the female students. Well, of course it did. Your girls don't want to go into a restroom that's being used by boys. Uh, Have you you listened to the news? Did you see the situation in Virginia where one of these boys identifying as a girl went into the girls' restroom and raped one of the girls? Not happening in our backyard? Well, why wouldn't it happen in our backyard if Joy Hoffmeister and her cabal start pushing this type of garbage on Oklahoma? But here's the thing. As recently as January 8th, 2021, a memorandum from the U.S. Department of Education Office of the General Counsel stated that schools were not prevented from having separate bathrooms based on biological gender. So you've got the United States Department of Education, its Office of the General Counsel for the U.S. Department of Education, saying that schools are not prohibited from offering bathrooms based on biological gender. Layman's language, girls can have their own bathrooms. Okay, more from the article. The U.S. Department of Education memo noted that the federal Title IX law, which applies to schools that receive any federal funding, contains, quote, numerous exceptions authorizing or allowing sex-separate activities and intimate facilities based on biological sex. And then they go on and say this. This is the U.S. Department of Education memo. (laughs) This is a U.S. Department of Education memo on Title IX. 
They conclude by saying this, the plain, ordinary, public meaning of Title IX must be enacted. And what's the plain, ordinary, public meaning? That girls are girls and boys are boys and you can't have girl sports unless girls exist. That girls are girls and boys are boys and that you can't have a girl's bathroom, restroom, or shower unless females are a fact, unless girls are real. That's what they're saying. However, Joy Hoffmeister, the woman that wants to be your governor, is saying otherwise. And the Biden administration is saying otherwise. In spite of the fact that we've had Title IX on the books since 1972, and I've told you a thousand times on this show, Title IX is a law that was enacted to give women, women equal access to sports and other extracurricular activities. That women should have equal scholarships. They should have equal facilities. They should have equal opportunities. That women have the right to participate in athletics. And that the colleges and schools that are receiving any type of federal funding cannot favor men. Cannot give men uh, more money, more scholarships, better facilities than they give women. Now, I agree with that law. I think women should have equal access. When I was a university president, I proudly defended Title IX. In fact, when all of this LGBTQ nonsense started and NCAA and NAIA started talking about providing transgender students access to women's facilities, I said at the time, if this continues to happen, that women's sports is dead. That if the NCAA and the NAIA start saying that a man can intrude into a woman's facilities, showers and restrooms, or that a man can steal a woman's opportunities, scholarships, etc., or that a man can participate in a woman's sport, that female athletics is dead. I said that. I was laughed at. I was mocked. I was maligned because, oh, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. Well, where are we today? Look at this. Look at this. The ideas of Joy Hoffmeister have prevailed. And now she's flipping back to what she always believed, and that is LGBTQIA subjective definitions of reality trump any biological facts, physiological evidence. They trump any real science, and feelings feelings are going to rule the land. Opinions are going to be the ultimate power play. Social and political constructs are going to become more important than the obvious reality before our very eyes. This is very dangerous. These ideas are not going to bear good fruit. And here we have Joy Hoffmeister, through her spokesperson, telling us that under the auspices of Title IX, that we now have to start denying women their rights, and that we have to celebrate, celebrate the fact that men are appropriating unto themselves something that only belongs to a woman. That biological men are blackfacing women, pretending to be something they're not, dressing up in costume and exaggerated makeup, and playing the game of being a woman. And along comes Joy Hoffmeister, and she says, well, the law requires it. No, it doesn't. And the interesting fact is, just yesterday, now it was a couple years ago, but just yesterday, 
in the overall scheme of things, she was sidestepping this and saying that the law didn't require it. Well, which is it? You know why she said it didn't require us to give boys access to women's restrooms and sports? It's because she recognized that she was losing that argument. But now, as she's running for governor, she knows that if she doesn't align with the radical left of the Democratic Party, if she doesn't sing the same tune as Democrats, that they won't support her. She has to rile up her base. She has to get everybody who believes that a girl has no objective reality, a woman isn't a biological fact, she has to get everyone who agrees with that, science-denying worldview, she has to get their vote. So now she's coming out and saying, well, the law does require schools to give access to boys if they want to pretend to be girls and use the woman's restroom and showers. And this isn't New York. This isn't San Francisco. This isn't crazy land of Washington, D.C. This is Oklahoma, and this is where we're having this conversation. And here's my thing. Back to one of the points I made at the beginning of the program. If you're working in one of the local schools, and you're a teacher or you're an administrator and you're listening to me or you're reading something that I've written recently, criticizing all of this stuff, criticizing the fact that our schools are embracing these ideas and developing policies accordingly. I mean, even here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, our Bartlesville High School has at least one teacher, I think it's more, but I've got a screenshot of at least one teacher who has a rainbow flag flying on the wall of her classroom and the transgender flag posted prominently right underneath the American flag. Now, what do you think that teacher is teaching your kids? What do you think her opinion would be, her views would be, on this particular topic of transgender bathrooms, boys using girls' bathrooms? What do you think that teacher is teaching your kids here in Bartlesville Public Schools? Why isn't the administration telling her to take those flags down? You know why? Because they either agree with her or because they have no courage and they refuse to lead. And either is unacceptable. Supposedly, Bartlesville is a conservative community and we believe in conservative values, ideas that actually honor women rather than disparage them and degrade them and insult them by suggesting that they're not even real, that they don't exist, and that they don't have the right to have their own bathroom. I mean, this stuff is going on in your own backyard. And if you're listening to this program from out of state, again, remember what I said in yesterday's program, the canary in the cave. You know, when the canary dies, it tells you, you better get out of that situation very, very quickly because there are poisonous gases that are going to kill you too. And the canary in the cave, I would argue, is the reddest of red states, Oklahoma. If Oklahoma is going down this path, if Oklahoma, the canary in the cave, is gasping for its last breath, you better get out of there because the poisonous gases are pervasive. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.